You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. to Ring Post Radio. It's time for the Countout Network 2021 Year-End Awards. We're here, Scotty. We're here. It's the Year-End Awards. Uh, What a year 2021 has been, right? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, the greatest podcast in space and time started. Also, Ring Post Radio. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. Grapsity was a really good show. <laughs> yeah, it is, it really is. But we also started, and uh, you know, I'm happy that we get to uh, talk about the awards on our show. Uh, like you said, it was a great year. Wrestling in 2021 was a great year. Yes. Uh, the first year that feels like wrestling is is back. Yeah, and I can't wait to get to the award of, you know, best budget cut. And <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we don't have that award. We don't have that award. I was kidding. I, uh, we could be a plenty of nominees. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah <clears throat> um, anyways, yeah, Ryan, get us back on track. Yes, we are here for the awards. We're celebrating the year of 2021. Uh, the ups, mostly the ups. You know, there were some downs, and obviously it wasn't <laughs> a great year for everybody, but it was a great year for some, and we're going to celebrate those that it was a great year for. I'm your host, Ryan Knightsey, with me as always, celebrating the year of 2021 is Scotty Edwards. Scotty, we are celebrate. We, we are doing the Count Out 2021 Year End Awards. Of course, we got nine categories here today for us for you all as well what a what oh, i'm a gonna time. be angry oh, i'm gonna be angry oh i can't wait I should probably turn that we're going three two one right uh yeah yeah i got yeah okay. so we got three we got third place winners we got second place winners and we got first place yeah. winners. It, it would be a letdown if you started with one because then like i'd be like oh okay. yeah we got we got to <laughs> ramp up into it of course yeah um i got a tie for those who are listening i have a tie ryan has a suit coat uh, blazer, as they like to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, we're here for the occasion. Hopefully, they, the listeners are also dressed yes. for such an occasion. They even should be. Though it's required. I don't, it is required I don't, dress. <laughs> even though if they're, if they're hearing this part, they probably didn't know and, until now. But well, it's okay. Pa- pause the podcast. Go grab a suit. Put it on. Better yet, a tux. And put it on. And get, yes. make, get those cufflinks. Or you get, can just do what I do and put a tie on. That's that's true. That's true. It's For serviceable. Yourself, it's also it's also a great event because it's also Ring Post Radio Nights. So uh, yes, so yes. To celebrate Ring Post Radio Nights. Here, here. We we are allowed to drink during the episode, and you are as well. well I mean, we're allowed to drink during the <laughs> nine guess. o'clock in the morning recording. It just wouldn't be uh, the best. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. Speaking of the best, let's get to the year end awards for 2021. Yes. Oh, we're also discussing the match race because someone had to win and someone had to lose and someone's going to pay up to charity. 
Yes, to charity, to charity. <laughs> you made it sound more like someone's gonna pay to charity. Uh, isn't that Undertaker's old song? You're gonna pay, you're gonna pay. Yeah, nailed it. You know, that was um, one of them. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Now I feel like I need to find it. But I have no idea what you're talking about. Please, if you can find it, I would appreciate okay, it. Okay, give me a second. I'll, you, let, you me, the show. Yeah, let me let me preview the uh, the how we did it. So basically... Uh, we kind of talked about this and previewed it a couple of weeks ago. Oh, sorry. What is that? What was? It? Are you playing Lego? Like some sort of Lego game over there? Um, can you pull it closer to the microphone? Oh, this one. Yeah, yeah. It's so bad quality. <laughs> it's so bad quality. Well, I was it's playing. Bad a song through my phone through a microphone i didn't expect it to come out never mind anyways ring post radio (laughs) count out year-end awards uh basically if you didn't hear the podcast two weeks ago when we sort of explained how the awards were done uh everyone in the count out network um from you me mikey zach um uh, lauren uh michael sean amanda ashley sky I believe that's everyone. Oh crap! <laughs> oh, no. I believe you remembered everyone. yourself. Yeah, so that was a good start. I started with myself. That was easy. Uh, that was the obvious one. Um, we have all we all put in nominations. Everyone had up to two or three nominations uh, that they can put in uh, for each category. We have nine categories of awards here, folks. Um, those nominations were put forward, and you, the listeners, were able to vote on who you believed were the best of the year. Um, yes. The nine categories, of course, we had were wrestler of the year, male wrestler of the year, female wrestler of the year, tag team of the year, independent wrestler of the year, match of the year from a major promotion, match of the year from a indie slash minor promotion, uh, breakout star of the year, and of course, we always have a special award here at Countout, and this year's award was the Forbidden Award, uh, going to the best forbidden door moment what starts the awards like because you know when award shows happen sometimes you you know they often save the best for last the juiciest one Mm -hmm. what's the juiciest one i i mean the juiciest one it's probably match of the year right yeah match of the year match of the year major promotion sounds pretty juicy we can do both of those last yeah yeah we we, (laughs) I prepped so much to this award show, but not the order of the awards. <laughs> I did nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I know all the answers. I know all the answers, folks. Uh, Scotty, yeah, you're gonna live you. reactions here. Yeah, Mike. Scotty does not know any of the. Uh... Oh, I wanted to say to everybody that there's no wrong choice unless you didn't pick mine. Then you're wrong. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just giving a warning. For when we get to the awards, a uh, award, awarding, uh, awarding. Oh, is no, that anything? Is that anything? I don't, I don't think so. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, well, I'm in my head. I'm very quickly putting together uh, some sort of list. Um, for- okay, I'll I'll entertain the crowd. So, uh, guys, if you're looking for a match this week to watch, you know, since the two days since we talked last. I would go out of my way to watch Katsuhiko Nakajima versus Goshi Ozaki. That match was 
phenomenal. It was brutal. It was wonderful. The main event of pro right, wrestling. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> I was just trying to help. We're not here talking about actual wrestling matches of the week. In a way, we will be, I guess, technically. Of the year, actually. Yes, we're talking about matches of the official year. Um, and I have, of course, the categories presented. Uh, and here, I feel like we should. I should play that music again. Yeah. Let me put that back up. It was good music. Good music. It was. I was getting amped. Well, I got a commercial. Um, yeah, hold on. We got a commercial, and we're skipping. God, this show's a mess. Who are we? Uh, we're Ring Post Radio. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Ring Post Radio nights, baby. Here we go. Starting off our year, starting off our night, celebrating the year that was 2021, is going to be a category for those that aren't signed well some could be signed to major promotions that spent the majority of the year unsigned and excelled on the independent wrestling scene that's right we're starting off our year starting off our night i don't know what day it is or what time it is time is a flat circle we're starting off our night with of course the independent wrestler of the year scotty all right are we going to discuss like the winner or yeah, like what they yeah. did? Okay. Just making sure. Gotta, gotta have my mind ready. Yeah. To... We'll get our, get our thoughts, thoughts going on this, on this stuff. Love the music, by the way. It Thank really... you. I found it 10 minutes before we started. Um, uh, let's start off with the, well, what, a, what, a, what a category oh, no. to start, Scotty, no. because this category did not have a third place winner. Uh, what? <laughs> this category did not have a third place winner because there was a tie for second. There was a oh. two person tie for second place. So tied for second place is we're going to start off with this person. Uh, have a drum roll. Uh, I gotta have another drum. I have another cue. I didn't know if we had like a drum roll for the number one. I was just asking. That's a good just, idea. I, that is a good idea, though. We are doing this on the fly, folks. I don't know. If, I don't know if that's that obvious. Uh, but we are doing it. Where did my soundboard go? <laughs> This is my fault, and I'm sorry, everybody. I'm excited for the awards. You know, you know. Here's the problem about the Grammys and the Oscars. They're too set up. They they try to make fake jokes that aren't funny. You know, here at Ring Post Radio and a Countout, we don't do that. We just we just go, and whatever happens happens. You know why? Because we're not famous people. We don't care about being embarrassed. We're gonna be embarrassed. I'm gonna be upset. Did you find the drum roll? I did, I did, but I'll save it for All the right. first person. So uh, I also, uh, tomorrow there's going to be an article that also goes into more detail and everything and like a, oh, good. a proper sort of ranking based on the votes uh, for everyone. I should say, how you people voted, you would vote for a first place, second place, and third place um, for that category. Third place, we get one point. Second place, we get two points. First place, we get three points. I added up all these numbers, and that's how we got our votes. Anyways, here we go. Uh, how I decided some sort of differential thing is this, whoever got, if they, if we, okay, if we tied, if they tied, <laughs> then, um, I, whoever got the more first place votes, uh, got higher up. Anyways, got it. this person who is tied for second for independent wrestler of the year, Lee Moriarty. I don't, yeah. Oh, shall we have claps? I feel like we should have clapping too. That's probably a good idea. I mean... I would like to say that I was someone that voted for Lee Moriarty as my number two. And here's why he had a fantastic year as a wrestler. 
I can't All right, stop. Let's it. just let's just 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 stop. stop yeah. We, uh, I think Lee Moriarty is very deserving of being in these awards because he earned himself a contract throughout the year. That's what he did with his great wrestling. That's why he's with AEW. And uh, some of his matches this year were great. He had the uh, I can't think of the match. It's gone. It's gone. Uh, uh, one of the matches he had nominated for uh, independent. You know, right? Uh, he had a no. I think that was a Daniel no. Garcia match. But he had oh. the. Let's look this up. He had a match against Daniel Garcia at Limitless Wrestling. Oh. Limitless Wrestling, which is outstanding. He also had a match on Enjoy Wrestling uh, versus Darius Lockhart. Both of those matches were nominated for minor slash independent promotion match of the year. Um, but yeah, got this. Got this. Uh, Sec, tied for second place. Uh, in speaking of that same breath, someone that had a great year and ended up the year uh, signed to a company also tied for second place. Masha Slamovich. I think we got to stop the clapping. I think we got to stop the clapping. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. That was my first place pick, so I'm happy that they both placed together. I think she. If, if you don't know much about Master Slamovich, you will soon enough, uh, especially if you watch Impact, because she is signed there. Uh, she developed over in Japan with Marvelous. If you don't, and if you don't know who Marvelous is, Shikusa Nagayo, Takumi Aroha. Those are the two, you know, head trainers, of course. Nagayo, an absolute legend, and Takumi Aroha, one of the best in the world today. Mm-hmm. And she's brought that back to the indies with her very physical, very powerful style and i think she's only getting started you know she's had a lot of matches this year and i'm excited to see where she goes uh moving forward especially with the impact yeah she um was someone for lack of a better term was sort of trapped in japan during covid and mm-hmm. when she was finally ma- able to make it to the states you know i didn't think much about it i remember when there was like word of her coming back to the states the twitter was like ablaze about like oh masha's coming get ready everybody for masha slamovich she's gonna be great Turns out she was, you know, she had an outstanding year, um, a really good year, really solid, and she only got better. Um, I watched a lot of her end of the year uh, for Beyond on the Uncharted yeah, Territory. Right there. She started having these weekly really good matches with the likes of Ryan Gallione, Slade. Uh, when Charlie Evans came in, she, they wrestled against each other, and that was an outstanding oh, that was awesome. match. Um, but she's been doing a great job as well. I should say Mar- Masha Slamovich and Lee Moriarty both got 16 points. Um, you know, obviously, again, that's dependent on first, second place, and third place votes. So 16 points for those two. So good on them. But let's get on to the winner for the count out, the official count out independent wrestler of the year. My cat just knocked over the trash can. Uh, can I get a drum roll, please? No? Okay. Did it did it play? No. That's uh, okay. Whatever. Just say it. This the is, drum roll didn't a... even play. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 what is happening on this show? Do you want me to just say it? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're gonna do this proper because this 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 deserves this deserves a a proper thing for this person. Here we go. The number one win winner is Daniel Garcia. Daniel Garcia wins independent wrestler of the year from count out 26 points. Uh, 10 more whole points over the second place. Uh, Daniel Garcia is your independent wrestler of the year.
I tried. I tried to, you know, be a little different. But I think when I looked at the ballot, I was like, well, I know who's winning this. Um, and, of course, it was Daniel Garcia. He just had great match after great match after great match. And just like Lee Moriarty and Masha Slamovich, it has got him signed. Uh, he's more used already than both of those two. Yeah. I believe he was signed before both of them as well. Um, Correct. But dude's great. I mean, my one of my favorites from his is, of course, the one he had with Minoru Suzuki. That was fantastic. But then there's just, you know, so many others to break down. Like you said, the one with Lee Moriarty, uh, was that from Limitless? Yes, it was. Yeah, that was a great match. Uh, and, you know, Garcia is showing it now to the entire world that wasn't watching independent wrestling, how great he is. He has the technical base. Uh, we sing his praises all the time of like, we want to see him in the ring with the, uh, Brian Danielson already. That's how great he is. And, uh, there's a reason independent wrestling is so beloved again. And, you know, as more of these free agents from WWE start to pour in, independent wrestling is only going to get better and better. So I'm happy for uh, Daniel Garcia taking home the award for independent wrestler of the year. <clears throat> yeah. If you look at, I'm at cage match right now. And if you look at his, like, I'm just looking at top 20 matches on the match guide, uh, three of them are. Of the 20, 17 of them are from this year alone. Top five are from this year. Garcia versus Yuta, Garcia versus Shelly, versus J.D. Drake, versus Kevin Koo, and versus Anthony Green. Uh, and that, and then the one right after that is, is a... Um, um, is, is another Lee Moriarty match. Um but no, uh, he is, uh, he's been outstanding all year round. Uh, he has been a great wrestler this year. Uh, very happy. And I think that also goes to show is that when you have the this category for Independent Wrestler of the Year, you almost, you want all these people to be signed by the end of the year, right? Like you are expecting that these people should be signed and shall be signed. And, and guess what? All three of them have been signed. Um, you you don't necessarily want the independent wrestler of the year award winner to be on the ballot next year, right? You want them to be in their own own thing, vying for that male wrestler of the year uh, trophy, plaque, whatever. Yeah, what do we hand out? Um, we hand out tiny ring posts. <laughs> it's just a pole. It's just all it is is a pole. Here's a stick. Here's here's <laughs> a stick. How how do you feel about that? Uh, oh, but yeah, wow. independent wrestler of the year. Is there any other, is there any fact? I have a bunch of stats and stuff. Like I said, it'll be an article tomorrow about the whole thing. Is there anything you want to know about anymore, Scotty? Or how anyone else did on the, sh on the thing? No, because all three people that I voted for made it. So I'm happy. Beautiful. Beautiful. This um, is a big time selfish situation. Here. <laughs> <laughs> well, then let's move the show right along. Uh, our next category tonight is going to be a very similar to Independent Wrestler of the Year in the sense that we're looking to see who has really broken out onto the, in the wrestling scene. This doesn't necessarily have to be independent wrestlers. It can be people that have been forced to work in awful companies and have finally been able to break out. Uh, of that company, if you're <laughs> if you see according to every single one of their post WWE videos, they're always breaking out of somewhere. Um, 
So it could be someone that it had an outstanding gear that wasn't necessarily the best uh, wrestler of the year, but someone that had just a breakout year. This award, of course, is the breakout star of the year, Scotty. Ooh. Did you just say who? I said woo. <laughs> like, woo. Yay. Very nice. This uh, is weird for me. I can't, like, say much. I'm just kind of, like, waiting. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. You're on bated breath. Um, so, the third place winner of the Breakout Star of the Year is Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona, someone that obviously got released by AEW, not AEW, well, yes, uh, <laughs> got released by WWE last year, worked a couple shots in AEW, but it really felt like in 2021, Matt Cardona found uh, a spot of his own, especially in that, and I think that breakout moment that we're all looking at here for Matt Cardona is that GCW match against Nick Gage. I think that was the clear defining breakout moment for Matt Cardona, uh, and he's been doing great work since. Scotty, you don't agree, I'm guessing. I'm guessing you do not agree. I'm sorry to worry that none of my picks are making it. So, if I'm going to be fair, I think that's actually a very good pick. I think what Matt Cardona was able to do outside of WWE shocked me because... <clears throat> it's something I mean, completely to, different. It was something completely he went different. to Impact like I expected. I expected that. I was like, oh, he's an impact guy. You know, Brian Myers is there. Or Brett Myers, whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> but the GCW stuff, I mean, that's that's the clear reason he won. No one expected Zack Ryder to go into death matches. No one expected Zack Ryder to win the GCW World Championship. And he did that. And yeah. he flourished as the biggest heel on the indies for that very short time. Like that, that wasn't a very long time he was doing that. And it got him a spot on the breakout star of the year award. And I think it's very deserving. Uh, of course, he walked away with 11 points in the breakout star of the year. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about it more, but this was the most contested category of every category that we have tonight. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, this next person over second place. Uh, received 12 points uh, for second place. That is one point higher than Matt Cardona. This person's coming all the way from Japan. It's Micah. Yes! Woo! That's a win for the good guys. <laughs> Woo! All right. Mikey. I'll hi Let me hype up Micah. Okay. Micah, yeah. I, I think you can do a better job hyping up Micah than me. What Micah has done this year is completely changed the way we see her as a wrestler. Let me let me tell you. She started off, you know, contending for the World of Stardom Championship at the 10th anniversary show. Very big cork and all show for stardom. She fought Utami Hayashida. Going into that match, you know what I expected? Nothing much. I didn't really expect much. They had a very good match. Uh, and throughout the year, she had great matches with, well, ta she had a great tag team match um, when she teamed with Hameka against Julia and Shuri. Uh, she had a great five-star Grand Prix run where she beat Utami on night one in the main event. Uh, she also got her head smashed in the next night by Shuri, but we don't talk about that. Um, she also had another title match um, just two months ago now in November, at the end of November, mm -hmm. for the World of Stardom Championship one more time, which was another great performance by her, I think better than her first match. And she also was the runner-up in the Cinderella tournament 
earlier this year. It was a great year for Micah. Big things coming her way. Yeah, she had an outstanding year. She was definitely someone that uh, I really enjoyed watching as I got more into stardom. Micah, it, it almost was a perfect time for me to get into because I really enjoy the way Micah wrestles. Uh, and seeing her this year has been really a highlight for me in my stardom watching. Um, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed her work. Uh, moving right along into the first place winner uh, with receiving 17 points. Wow. Um, five points more than the other person. 17 points in first place. In first place. For your breakout start of the year, Daniel Garcia. Oh my god, this guy's 2 and 0. Daniel Garcia. We got to slow him down. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Garcia, we've already started kind of spoken to him when it came to independent wrestler of the year, but Daniel Garcia uh was a guy that I mean we talked about his matches, right? I mean we literally just talked about his matches, how many outst- outstanding matches he had this year. It, you know, he's been wrestling for I mean, let's see how long he's been wrestling. Uh career, he's been wrestling since 2017. This year was obviously his breakout year. Uh, he wrestled for, uh, obviously, you know, signed a contract of AEW. He's wrestled for Limitless, VXS, AAW, New Japan, IWTV, GCW, ICW. Uh, what is this promotion? West Coast Pro, um, uh, ESW, OWA, C4, uh, Beyond, Defy, PWG, WWE even, uh, as, as a dark wrestler uh, named Dante Rios. Uh, they had him. They had him for a moment, but they didn't keep him. Uh, so uh, you know, he has definitely had a breakout moment uh this year. And congratulations for Daniel Garcia uh in this winning two awards already in the night. He had some really good matches also in AEW. I think we don't want to you know overlook what he's doing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a very good match on Rampage with a Kingston a few weeks ago. Uh, the trios match this past week with your match of the week with 2.0 versus um, Santana Ortiz and Eddie Kingston. Yep. Get a match with, did he have a match with CM Punk? That was really good. Yes, yeah, he did. he did. Yes, he did. He did. That was also a really good match. Probably his best to date in AEW. Probably. Feels, I feel confident saying that uh, this he's two and oh on the night. Can he continue his streak of winning awards? If he does, I might jump to the screen. I think all he has left to do is win uh, some sort of uh, independent or minor promotion. I think the only other thing. Match of the year, right? He can win match of the year. Yeah, I believe those are the only other things he can potentially win. Uh, I wanted to bring this up. I talked about how this uh, category was the most contested. Uh, Scotty, the reason it is that way is because there were uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people, seven wrestlers that tied in receiving the most first place uh, nomination or picks, I guess. Oh, wow. So it was scattered. It was completely scattershot. It was, I think before like the last person voted, there was like multiple ties across the board. Uh, Those seven people that received first place nominations, uh, uh, well, that all tied in first place nominations, Matt Cardona, Dan Housen, Maki Ito, Miro, Daniel Garcia, Bianca Belair, and Adam Page. Wow. Think of all those people that Daniel Garcia just beat. I'm also looking at this now. Daniel Garcia uh, tied in all three of those. He got the most, he tied in most first place nominations. He tied with Micah with the most second place nominations. And he tied with Jeff Cobb for the most third place nominations. 
starting to see why he might have won. <laughs> it's all coming together. Well, he's got big, big shoes to fill. Obviously, last year's award winner was Brody Lee, uh, having an outstanding breakout year then. And Daniel Garcia had an outstanding breakout year as well. Obviously, we all hope for even more amazing stuff from Daniel Garcia in the future. Yeah, tough for him. He's in a company that got canceled right before the new year. <laughs> Scotty, we're just, this is a brevity. This is a light show. <laughs> what do we do? We know 2022 started out wrong. <laughs> it was actually 2021 still. So yeah, I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. Let's move right along to our next category of night, of course. There are many wrestlers around the globe, uh, but not all of them are. I don't really. I'm doing this. <laughs> I'm doing this all off the cuff. All of them have to have a home to fight in. Uh, those homes, of course, are able to be eligible for our promotion of the year, a the smallest category that we had this year for the Countout Awards, uh, with only what was it, seven nominations to pick from. But of course, we have our top three uh, award winners. I'll rip my tie off if this goes poorly. <laughs> it this one is going to be interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll let I will you rip know. my tie off and I will leave the stream. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Here we go. So, in third place for promotion of the year, which is something that many people have been saying all year is GCW. Uh, many people calling it the third biggest promotion of American okay. wrestling right now. GCW obviously had also a great outstanding year. Um, they had Nick Gage returned and returned to proper form. They had um, WrestleMania weekend with the outstanding RSP versus Gage match. They moved right along into Gage Cardona, Gage Moxley, Hey, do you know GCW is more than Nick Gage? Effie was also outstanding <laughs> in GCW. Um, I like blood sport. GCW had a lot of big moments surrounding Nick Gage uh, this year. Bloodsport is outstanding. Um, uh, was outstanding as as well this year. Uh, but they've been doing a lot of great stuff, uh, and I think uh, they deserve uh, at least the, uh, the the third place spot here. Third place is fair. I can agree to third place. Second place and first place could be a fight. Second place is going to tell me all I need to know, actually. Uh, GCW, of course, received 19 points in promotion of the year here. Wow. That's a lot of points. Yes. There is a big disparity between third place and fourth place. 19 points is third place. Uh, nine is fourth place. So it's a big drop off there. I'm going to ask what that was after. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> let's move on to second place receiving 27 points, 27 points, uh, for promotion of the year, getting second place for 2021 is stardom. Listen, I knew they weren't going to get number one. Cause I think we all know who's going to get number one, but I'm happy they got their credit. Yes. Now I'm happy. I will not be quitting the stream, leaving the show, ripping my tie off. I'll be staying for the show. Uh, I'm just happy that they got their uh, got their place on here because we all know it's taking number one. <laughs> why do you sound so? Why do you sound so defeated? It feels weird with the current clout surrounding this upcoming promotion. Yeah, sure does. So maybe give them a award. My my number one promotion didn't get canceled last year. <laughs> Mine didn't. 
Well, the thing actually, that we, to be fair, AEW canceled. Well, we don't know. We don't know if they won. We don't know if they. Won. Oh yeah, right. WWE probably won actually. Yeah, yeah. New Japan maybe. Yeah. Um, WWE was nominated, weren't they? They were. They were nominated. <laughs> um. Uh. But uh, a promotion isn't, of course, just the guy that runs it. It's all the people that work behind the scenes and all the wrestlers that wrestle within the ropes. Uh, so this year's promotion of the year for Countout is, of course, AEW with 40 points. 40, Play that it. 40. Daniel Bryan, Bryan dance to music. And I think I, we can't play it on the stream here, but I think if it, any promotion that creates Born for Greatness for Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson deserves promotion of the year in my book. Listen, listen, I can't fight. I can't fight the AEW number one vote. They had a phenomenal year. I don't remember what happened in the first half of the year, but I remember what happened in the second half. And they brought in Brian Danielson. They brought in CM Punk. They brought in Adam Cole. That's enough for me to give them second place. Yeah. Then they just happened to have great matches, great stories, great moments. Great resolutions. Well, <laughs> We want to talk about New Year's resolutions. I think someone has a new one. Uh, I I meant Adam Page, Adam Page, Adam Page. (laughs) Oh, Adam Page, Adam Page. You you just set that one up for me. I could not take it. Uh, But, yeah, the Hangman moment was a perfect moment. Uh, They had Those last two pay-per-views they had were fantastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Revolution, we don't have to talk about. But the rest of them were great. Up to the main event was pretty good. Up to the main event was pretty good. I don't remember a single match that happened on that show except for the main event, but okay. It was memorable. Uh, but those last three pay-per-views, you know, double or nothing when f- fans are back, mm-hmm. just a different atmosphere. Amazing. Yeah. And then blood and guts, I mean, blood and guts was very good. Except mm-hmm. for like the, you know, weird throwing Jericho off part, but, but let me talk about all out, all out to pay-per-view. We'll remember for years to come that ending years to come. The first dance is a, show we will remember forever even though i only remember the main part i don't remember who wrestled on that i think john moxley did. yes john, anyway john moxley versus daniel garcia was the main event <laughs> maybe the awards are telling you all you need to know yeah. people about this year but it was a great year for aw and you i just realized you got me not sharing up stardom so you're a jerk <sighs> i mean any promotion that is able to make born for greatness uh cm punk return to wrestling uh, give the indie wrestler of the year and breakout star of the year contract um, deserves uh, in my book deserves a, of course the award uh, and everyone agreed. Um, but there is an interesting fact I notice in, in the, uh, in the stats here, uh, Scotty, and I'm sure you're going to love this one. So of course your promotion of the year was AEW and stardom. Um, but when I was looking through it, do you know what promotion received the most first place votes? Stardom. Correct, Amundo. Stardom received the mer- most first place votes, with the most second place votes going to AEW. Uh, so, despite Stardom getting the most first place votes, they ended up uh, not getting enough point totals to outweigh AEW there. I know who to blame slash go for. So. 
I'll, I'll see you. See you on the other side. He's going to the streets. <laughs> I'm going to the streets, but I'm uh, not really. I'm happy with how these awards turned out. When I looked at the landscape of the seven, I was like, this makes sense. This makes sense because I mean, no one was picking WWE and I need to know how many points they got. <laughs> like now I need to know how many points they got. Cause I need to know who's sus. They got four. four. Okay. Four points. Four people. Four people are sus because no one could have gave them number one. Uh, <laughs> wait, did they? They got a third place vote and a first place vote. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting indeed. I, I saw that. I was like, hmm, interesting. Maybe someone gave it to them because they were happy their wrestler was freed. Or, or maybe they were Ring Post radio listeners and they heard our decree of no one's going to vote for WWE. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, that's what you think, Mother, mother Chuckers. <laughs> That's also fair. I like the I like those awards. I've I really liked everything so far. I think everything is a reasonable finish. Uh, now there's still time for me to get angry, so let's keep going. <laughs> it's always time. If I've learned anything from doing the show, there's always time for Scotty to get angry. Uh, he is a speaking whole- of NWA. Let me. T- I'm sorry. <laughs> How dare you, sir? They weren't even nominated. No, they weren't. No, they were not. Tells me all I need to know. Nick Aldis. <laughs> Real gripes with Nick Aldis. Our next category tonight uh, is going to the duo uh, that has put on outstanding work in the tag team division. Uh, this uh, category, of course, is for the tag team of the year. 12 people were nominated for this award, and only three uh, were receiving uh, different colored polls. <laughs> I want to say, before we get into this award, I definitely tried to sway the vote on one or two awards, even if they weren't my first place choice, and this might have been one of them. Just wanted to say that. Continue. Okay, well, we'll start off uh, with third place here. Uh, Third place is going to go to the stardom team of Julia and Shuri. Yes! (laughs) Yes! <laughs> I am having myself a time tonight. I didn't even think they were going to get in there because I was worried. I didn't know who was voting, but I'm happy they got third place. I think that's a fair spot seeing that they didn't team together for the final three months or the first two of the year. So, you know, you, that's a five-month chunk you take out. Uh, I still think they definitely deserve a spot in those top three. Some great matches that I could always recommend to someone if they have no idea who they are or they've never seen their work because they had some great work. Yeah. I do feel like we should acknowledge the, the fact that um, Joshi, the Joshi representation and all of these awards, right? I mean, I think every category has some sort of Joshi uh, representation so far. You of course got Masha Slamovich. Uh, Giving love to the streets. Giving love to the streets. Uh, You got Masha Slamovich in there. He was of course, Joshi trained. Uh, We got Micah, of course, getting second place. Uh, breakout star of the year uh stardom second promotion of the year scotty's overheated so he's taking off the hat uh oh, yeah. <laughs> and then of course julian shuri here getting third place for tag team of the and year. daniel garcia also loves stardom so there's that there's that uh moving right along to the uh second place tag team of the year of course voted on by you i should say julian shuri got 15 points there uh getting second place with 26 points holy <laughs> Okay. 
are none other than Ray Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. Sierra Miedo, Lucha Brothers win second place. They have the best tag team match of the year. Well, they're part of it, in my opinion, because that steel cage match is one of the best matches I've ever seen. It's just insane. And those two, when they're together, unmatchable, like undeniable. Uh, sorry, messed up my words a little bit. Uh, happens, but, but. Yes. Seeing that, I don't think they were able to consistently tag until halfway through the year due to uh, whether it was a injury or other, you know, outside interference. They really turned it on once they were able to stick together. And both of them had great tag team matches with Pac. So you you want to include that part for them. They just had great tag team matches from beginning to end. And I'm really happy they got in here because I did vote. I did give them one of my votes. Um, and, of course, they're the AEW World Tag Team Champions now. So that's cool. Yeah, no, they uh, had an outstanding year. Uh, I think they definitely uh, deserved just, it. Uh, I'm just going to get ready. I'm just going to get ready. I don't know. He just stretched out my back. Stretch out my yeah, back real just... quick. Uh, Scotty's stretching out his back a little bit. Of course, that was your second place. Your first place and your winners of Tag Team of the Year with 35 points, the Young Bucks. I didn't do the drum roll, but... We're, we're they didn't need it. it. They didn't need it. It's very obvious as well, wasn't it? Uh, Young Bucks, another outstanding tag team this year. Jude, did you have thoughts? Jude? Uh, no. Uh, outstanding tag team this year as well. Um, uh, they obviously have a nominated match where they had Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers that he talked about, uh, but they had outstanding matches all throughout the year. Let me see if I can pull up um, uh, one of their match guides a little bit real quick. They had the one with John Moxley and Eddie Kingston, which was great. Uh, they had the oh, they just had one. I really, oh, I, like, I, I enjoyed their trios match when they teamed with Adam Cole against uh, Christian and uh, Jurassic Express. I really enjoyed that, even though it was, you know, on the downswing of, like, a lot of action. I thought that was really good. I'm trying to remember the earlier part of the year because they were a great tag team. When they became heels, I thought they really were it. Um, they, you know, were they were back to being the Young Bucks to me because last year was kind of a lost year for them. So I'm yeah. happy they had such a great year. They they did not last year. They did not even get um, uh, even ranked first, second, or third place last year. Tells you all you need to know. Um, uh, they've had outstanding matches. I'm just looking at cage match real quick. Uh, trios matches, I think, would be the big uh, standout for them, in my yeah. opinion. They had that Falls Cano Anywhere match at full gear. Of course, the Lucha Brothers match at uh, All Out. Um what else do they have? The five-on-five five elimination at Fight for the Fallen. Um, mm. That was a great moment. Uh, the I don't even remember this match. The AW World Tag Team Title Street Fight: Young Bucks versus Eddie Kingston and Pentagon at Road. Oh, Ridge. I remember that match. That match was great. That match was great. Oh, it's starting to come back to me. I can feel. I yeah. can feel it starting to come back to me a little bit. Um, Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley. You spoke about. Uh, able to have a couple of great matches against the Seidels, SCU. The SCU match was this year as well. SCU. Uh, where they Sorry. just destroyed Christopher Daniels' eyeball. Um, which, don't we all? But don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> um, but they had an outstanding year. Uh, so congratulations to the Young Bucks for getting probably not their first nor their last tag team of the year award. 
Right. Are, are they your greatest tag team of all time? Probably. I mean, uh, I when I started watching wrestling, uh, of course, WWE was the dominating promotion, so there wasn't much tag team wrestling to be had. Um, but uh, of what I've seen, of what I remember... When did you start watching WWE? 08. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I believe, like, since of what I've watched, I would have obviously have to go back in time to watch even more. Now, go back in time. Well, maybe. Uh, go back in time to watch more uh, tag team wrestling matches. But uh, at least in this period right now, Young Bucks are, I think, probably... I mean, they're easily the best... Uh, if not the best, they're at least the most consistently great. You know, like if that's not the best, I don't know what how you define else you define that. Um, they've been they were outstanding this year. Uh, I I really enjoy a lot of different tag teams, but it's just at the end of the day, Young Bucks are just really really great. I mean, what I think I can agree. I've watched a lot of old stuff when it comes to you know the Hardys, the Dudleys, Edge and Christian. I've seen them. But I haven't seen every tag team in the history of time and space. But when it comes to great tag team matches, I feel like the Young Bucks probably have a lot of my tops. I mean, yeah. two of the best tag team matches I've ever seen, back-to-back years for them. Mm-hmm. Hangman, Kenny versus them, and then this year inside the cage. So, again, bravo to them. Like you said, this will not be their last I don't think it will be. I, I think they have plenty more uh, as long as – TK keeps cashing those checks. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they have many more years ahead of them. Let's move on to our next category. Our next category, of course, goes... We're heading on over to the women's division of professional wrestling. Uh, I feel like this year in women's division wrestling um, was better than last year. I think that there has been some outstanding breakouts. Uh, not just oh, my time I get angry. Not just Micah, but I think this year has been outstanding uh, for the women's division. And it feels like this music's getting louder. Uh, <laughs> it's been an outstanding year for the women's division uh, and an outstanding year for a lot of different uh, women in different promotions. Of course, we got AW, Stardom, WWE, a lot of representation in this category. Impact, um, a lot of representation in this category. 13 nominations here for us. And of course, we have some winners. And we're going to start off with our third place. And why are we starting off with third place? Not just because be careful, Ryan. it's the thing we do. I'm not going to be, be careful. careful. Ryan. I, I'm going I'm to let, let all my cards out. We have a three-way tie, folks. Oh, no. Three-way tie for third place. All tied with 11 points. I could not believe it myself. All these women got third place. These winner, these women... Uh, going up, and I'll give some quick thoughts and maybe some overall thoughts here, Scotty. Uh, third place, Bianca Belair. Third place as well, Thunder Rosa. And also tied for third place, Britt Breaker. Britt Baker. Oh, I, I <laughs> fucked that up. Jesus. Ron Breaker's sister, Britt Britt Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> Britt Baker. DMD. Da-da-da. DMD. All tied. Baker, Rosa, Belair, all tied for third place. Think I think I voted for one of them as my third place. And I think it was Bianca. I'm not too sure. I don't remember. But I think it was Bianca. Uh, when it comes to those three, in terms of 
the United States. You did not when vote it comes for, to, you did not vote for any of them. All right, that sounds about right. Uh anyways, when it comes to the United States, those are three very, very good choices. You know, Britt Baker had herself a year in AEW, even if I don't like a lot of her matches. It's not all about matches. It's not all about matches. But speaking it's of about, matches, her fellow third place nominee, Thunder Rosa. That was her best match by a lot. Um, I thought that no. was a great match. Match of the year and nominee. Then, and then Bianca Belair against Sasha Banks at WrestleMania. That's a moment. That's a match. She won the Royal Rumble. There's a lot that goes into what Bianca Belair did to earn a spot on here. And I'm happy for her. Thunder Rosa, I mean, she's wrestled pretty much everywhere this year. She's had some great matches. Um, she wrestled, did she wrestle in the this year? Uh, Thunder Rosa? Yeah. Or was that last year? I'll look that up. I don't remember, uh, anyways, I don't remember. she had that great match with Britt Baker. She's had some really good TV matches. Uh, she's some had some good t- uh, independent wrestling matches. She had a really good one with Mercedes Martinez on Warrior Wrestling in December. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. She went Thunder on Rose over, is very good. She went on over to Impact and wrestled Deanna Perrazzo. Also a solid match. And there's probably a guarantee that she's going to be in the conversation this year because I expect her to win the AEW Women's World Championship soon enough. That is possible. Uh, she has wrestled Serena Deeb three times, but that was all in 2020. Uh, okay, so my memory is gone. That's what I thought. That is true. That is true. Uh, moving on to our second place uh, for Female Wrestler of the Year. Second place goes to Shuri. Okay, so it's okay that my wrestler of the year got second place. It's okay because we're still in the running, folks. We're still in the running for number one. Uh, Shuri had a phenomenal year. I think that goes without saying, clearly, because she is in second place here. Uh, Match after match after match. Starting January, she had a great match with Azumi for the SWA Women's World Championship. And then as the year went on, had a great tag team match, as I said earlier, with Micah um, in Jamaica with Julia. She had a great tag team with Julia and... My head just shut down. <laughs> he broke in front of Oh, me. She had a great tag team with Julia. Great tag team. They had the gods of stardom tag team titles until the end of the year. They still have them. Uh-huh. Uh, fantastic tag team there. And then as a singles wrestler, it goes without saying. It goes without saying. End of the year as world of stardom champion. Yeah, and her last six months, maybe the best six-month run I've ever seen. Just match after match. She made the five-star Grand Prix every match she had. Must see. And that's saying a lot for anyone. But she just had such an amazing year. And, of course, like you said, ending the year as World of Stardom Champion. Plus, her matches with Utami. I can't not say those. Yeah, Sherry got 21 points this year. Outstanding. Uh, um, Same sort of point I had about Micah I have here with Sherry as well. Uh, When I was starting to get more into Sherry, I don't know. It's a chicken egg situation. Is it people? Is it matches like the Shuri match that got me wanting to watch more of stardom? Or was it just I was watching and then I fell in love with Shuri and Micah? Um, I don't know. But what I do know is that Shuri has had an outstanding year. Uh, She's had outstanding matches. Um, She helped put Joshi, specifically stardom, more on the map. I think a lot of what she did this year helped bring stardom to that second place promotion of the year uh, uh, category, that award. 
she's had an outstanding year, and I think she's done uh, a great job and a, a great pickup for stardom. All right, I mean, she wasn't she wasn't trained in stardom proper. I don't believe. No, um, she was not. But a great they signed pickup. her at the beginning of 2020. Great, and she's great. just been locked in. Great job on stardom. Well, let's head on over, of course, to our first place uh, winner, our winner for female wrestler of the year. That, of course, is going to none other than Utami Hayashishida. Woo! That's a win. That's a win for the good side, I'm just saying. For the streets. (laughs) But but truthfully, I'm very happy she won. She had one of the most incredible title reigns I'll ever see. She had it until the third to last day of the year. She almost went the entire calendar year with the title. She had endless great matches like uh, goes back to talk about Micah and Shuri Micah's matches Shuri's matches uh, she had a great match with Saya Kamatani she had a great five star run her final night on the five star she had a great match with Tam Nakano it, it goes without saying without Utami Haishashida I don't know how great Stardom's year is I don't mm-hmm. because she was at the center of it all as their champion Fantastic year. She established herself as just near the level of an Io Shirai, which is saying a lot in stardom. She's going to keep climbing. She's still very young. She's only 23 years old. Yeah. This is not her last time being in contention for this. Let me tell you that right now. Yeah, no. Outstanding year on her part. Um, You can't talk about Shiri without talking about Utami. Uh, Utami has... In a lot of ways, put stardom on her back. Um, uh, just outstanding effort, work, in every match she had with Shiri, with Micah, um, all through uh, the Grand Prix as well. Um, Utami, uh, you, you, you know, many people compare her to Okada, and I think that's apt uh, because uh, not only of the range she has had, but the ability, uh, probably. There's a lot of other factors, but probably one of the most profitable champions uh, in uh, yeah. in Stardom's history, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stardom feels the biggest it's ever been, at least to me. It is. It is. Um, and that, in part, has to do with Utami. She's, she's bringing a promotion across the shores. I mean, it's the fact that you're talking about Stardom now that tells you, like, it's growing. It's it's getting there. And, you know, me and you had the conversation. Do we consider a major promotion yet in the world? And I said, let's hold off one more year. Let's hold off one more year, mostly so I can vote for other things. But, but uh, no, seriously, like, they are clearly, they're at least tied for the number three uh, promotion in Japan right now, which is saying, which is sizable, seeing yeah. that. We're talking about the likes of Pro Wrestling Noah, DDT, Dragon that are Gate. behind them. Dragon Gate's number two, yeah, so right. I wasn't going to bring them up. Well, and of well, course, that that last that last show, Dream Queendom, did pretty good. Did pretty good against Dragon Gate. Yeah, that's true. Kind of you know swept the floor with them. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what <are> you <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> oh God! Oh, welcome everybody. Of course, Tony D'Angelo joining us on on the show here today. Tony, any thoughts? Any con- uh, further thoughts about Utami Hayashida? 
Uh, I was almost about to break out into my Braun Breaker impersonation um, instead Mm -hmm. because that's the only impersonation I got, a.k.a. You want a friend? Get a dog. Perfect. Every time. Uh, No, but Utami, she's someone that, you know, Dave Meltzer is talking about in the Luthez Award for uh, the, you know, Observer Awards. And he says she rightfully belongs there. He wouldn't fault anyone if she won. That, That says a lot for what she's done this year as champion, as the centerpiece of a growing stardom. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see what she does now without the title. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they have, they had an outstanding year and next year, who knows, obviously, uh, but we'll, I think feel confident in Shuri uh, and feel confident that they have the building blocks surrounding stardom. Uh, and, you know, they can just do a couple, like, I've talked about this before, just do a couple more things to maybe get that American audience in, that English commentary, uh, better streaming service sort of situation. I think you can really, really get people in uh, into stardom, I feel. But they're 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 on the horizon. They've definitely been more exciting to watch than for New Japan. I'll I'll say that that much. Ah, take that, Nuge. Correct, correct. <laughs> um, well, they're both owned by the same you know major company of Bushi Road, so that's a big dunk. And they were a profit, unlike you know New Japan. So New Japan. So what does that say about you, Nuge? Anyways, let's move on to our next category. Speaking of Nuge, I don't know. I was just trying to, just trying to, I don't, I don't know what's next. You don't know what's next. But what is next is, of course, uh, in the same vein as the rest of the year. Let's hunt over to the other end of the binaries, <laughs> the binary uh, spectrum. You tried. You tried. Oh, God. I just got canceled. Um. Uh, anyways, I can't think. Male wrestler of the year, folks. Male wrestler of the year. All right, guys. I need a new podcast partner. Uh, so he's just gonna get canceled. Maybe you just cut that out. Maybe you just... I can't cut it in. I'm I'm not introducing the ne- the category. I can't cut that out. And there's no way I can fumbled. do it. Again. He didn't mean it. He I fumbled. Mean, I don't mean it. I could. I was doing this on the cuff, but I was just like, oh, what do I? How do I? For some reason, I was like, I can't say the other end of the aisle because there's so many other. <laughs> There's so many other fluidity in there. Uh, spectrum, I guess, kind of works. I'm, I feel like I'm digging a ditch. Let's just get just it. Stop. <laughs> Male wrestler of the year, folks. Here we go. Male wrestler of the year, starting with third place, uh, is, of course, going to be, uh, speaking of Nuge, Shingo Takagi, your IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. My number one choice. He was my number one choice. I'll openly admit that. The matches he had throughout the year, I understand. I said at the beginning, it's not all about matches. But I know. I know who's going to make this list because it's probably my top three like everyone else's. And truthfully, I don't think there's a wrong order of these three. I don't. I don't. I think they've been phenomenal all year long. Um, I'm not going to spoil them, but I think they've been phenomenal all year. Shigo Takagi pretty much carry new japan on his back yeah shingo, which is saying a lot shingo had 15 points here i don't think we could have expected shingo to be the kind of guy that is going to carry new japan on the back this year but obviously there were a lot of different factors that uh put him into that role and i think uh and i think the audience voted as the same that we can all agree 
he did a good job. He did a really, really, really great job at putting that company when they needed him. You know, they could have gone back to Okada, which remains to be seen. Um, they could have gone to Tanahashi. They could have gone to some other person. No, they went to Shingo, and Shingo was the guy able to put the pr- promotion on his back as best he could uh, with, with the circumstances, and obviously he had an outstanding year, and I, I think he'll continue to have it. I think New Japan is uh, an abundance of wrestler of the year kind of people, um, so I think congratulations to Shingo in that endeavor. Uh, moving right along um, to the second place uh, award winner for male wrestler of the year. That, of course, is going to be with 21 points. Uh, I don't know if I said of Shingo. Shingo had 15 points. With 21 points is going to be Brian Danielson. Get us trademarked right now. I was born for greatness, greatness, greatness. <laughs> Uh, Brian Danielson. What's there to say about Brian Danielson? Plenty. Great theme is, song. Outstanding theme song. He will probably go down as the only man to ever main event. Main event. WrestleMania. And then later that year, come out following the main event of AEW All Out. He is probably going to be the only man that will ever do that. You know why? why? Because fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me twice. Shame on you. I don't think WWE will let that happen again. But he had great matches in WWE. He had amazing matches in AEW. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, we could talk about his 60-minute draw with Hangman Page, which I think is the worst of the two draws. He had the draw with Kenny Omega, which is a match of the year contender. Mm -hmm. He had matches with Minoru Suzuki, Eddie Kingston. Those were phenomenal as well. He had matches with Anthony Bowens and other people that were just so good. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say so good for a TV match, but really that's that's how I felt after. I was like, you know, this, 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 this feels better. And every match he had felt more important. And now we're seeing him in this heel character to close out the year where he was just masterful. I know he missed like a solid like five months. But he did a lot in the months that he didn't miss. So yeah, and I think, uh, and I, I'll be honest, didn't vote Brian Danielson in my top three. Uh, he, I did. I did, meaning I'm right. Oh, I take that back. I did vote him. I vote up as number three. Whoa. Oh, my catch. So see, does. you're back to being right. Congrats. Back to being right. Um, yeah, no, I. But I think the thing about Brian Danielson is that. And I could argue, like, you know, one could argue, like, well, he missed five months out of the year. You know, what, are you, what is that going to do? No, I mean, he had an outstanding year. Obviously, those, uh, I think it was Elimination Chamber, Royal Rumble, whatever that was. Where he, I think he had a one-on-one match against Ro- Roman Reigns was outstanding. Of course, the fast lane. Fast lane, there we go. The Roman Reigns triple threat with Edge was also outstanding. Five months off, comes back, just has a barn burner after barn burner. Uh, match of the year contenders against Omega and Page um, is able to bring, like you said, the cream to the crop, cream to the top with Anthony Bowens, John Silver, Alan Angels. Um, match not, Dustin Rhodes match was Dustin really good. Rhodes. Oh, I forgot about that match. That, that was, was a really good match. Really good match. 
Um, but let, of course, get to the male wrestler of the year for 2021 with 31 points. 31 points, folks. Your male wrestler of the year is, of course, going to be Kenny Omega. Are you ready for laughs? For a second there, I thought you were about to do a John Cena's thing. I hear a battle cry. The one wing that goes scream. Are you ready for, you ready for laughs? Kenny Omega getting 31 points. Kenny Omega also got <laughs> the most first place votes uh, solely by himself. Uh, so congratulations to Omega on that front. Uh, yeah, no, uh, a little bit of a blowout here for Male Wrestler of the Year for Kenny Omega getting 10 points higher than the second place not, uh, award winner. Uh, outstanding year. Uh, and not only was he having an outstanding year, but it um, the news that happened at the end of the year about how Omega was injured and working through an injury through the majority of the year, uh, in hindsight, made his year all the better. Like, that is how good he was uh, injured. It's apparently really injured for that long, for that much of the year. Um, and just having outstanding matches we talked about again uh, with uh, Brian Danielson. Of course, he had a match of Adam Page, which was outstanding. He was part of that five-way match at Fight for the Fallen, which was also outstanding. Um, match after match after match. Um, he had a moment with Moxley. <laughs> I wouldn't say great match, but he had a moment. Um, and just uh, was able to also not only be the wrestler of the year um, in AEW, but able to uh, showcase that in other promotions. Having an outstanding match of Rich Swan in Impact. Uh, having a match against Christian, which is on AEW, but for the Impact title. Um, just doing outstanding work uh, for the wrestling world as a whole. Uh, for Kenny Omega. Uh, one, I can tell how fed up Ryan was after I was done singing. Uh, two, uh, two, he had great matches in every promotion he wrestled. Yeah, at least one really good, if not great match. Uh, he was a, you know, triple A mega champion. He was the Impact World Champion and he was the AEW World Champion. Um, Impact, another match that I want to recommend because, you know, less people are watching Impact than AEW. Uh, he had a great match with Sammy Callahan at yeah. Cyberversary. Sounds right. Sounds right. Yes. Sounds right. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, had a great match there. Um, he had that weird match with Moose that was like in the empty Daly's place, which was weird. Yeah. But his AEW stuff, I think, was going to get him this award no matter what, truthfully. Uh, like you said, the injuries that added up and he still kept going and still wrestling at such a high level. Uh, we can only credit him. You know, he's not a big promo guy. He's not this massive personality like a CM Punk or an Eddie Kingston, but he doesn't need to be, need to be because he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. And he had a fantastic year as a W world champion. I can't wait till he comes back, you know, healthy version of Kenny Omega because that will only be better. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm very excited. Uh, so congratulations to Kenny Omega, of course, with that beating out 12 other people in this category. Um, last year 
he was second place at the year end awards and now he's officially first place so you love to see that improvement uh from second place into first uh so congratulations again to kenny omega moving into our next category of course uh we're gonna go back down to sort of that minor level that independent level we're already talking match of the year folks in a ginormous category with 15 nominees uh this category housed the best in minor promotion slash independent wrestling so of course we got people from the likes of rev pro ring of honor stardom uh lucha uh noah any indie promotion of the sun iwtv uh, gcw um enjoy uh some great work from the minor promotions independent wrestling scene made it hard for us to nominate stuff we ended up achieving 15 nominations for you so scotty let us get into it why don't we i'm ready i am tired and i am ready it wouldn't be ring post radio nights without getting slightly tired from drinking alcohol and doing a I show can, i can tell ryan's getting sick of me people you're getting I'm sick, not sick of, uh, i'm not sick of you i'm having a good time i'm loving it <laughs> this I just, is the second time he's had to talk to me in like three days as well so adds up yeah, I only have a I only have a one year, uh, one week, uh, uh, <laughs> once a week once situation. A week. Um, That's fair. But let's talk about the minor promotion slash independent wrestling promotion of the year. Um, again, Scotty, no third place winners here. Oh, we got tied for two. We got a tie in second place, and let me make sure I pull up. Oh, this is my last angry uh, award. Your your last potentially angry award, yeah. Um, well, let's get to it. Match of the year, minor slash independent promotion. Of course, um, your tied for second place uh, award here goes to the match from the five star Grand Prix night seven. Uh, the finals there. It was Momo Watanabe versus Shuri. <laughs> I win. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he's turned into a super villain folks i'm so happy because this match was an incredible 18 minutes between these two the you know if, if you followed the show they both wrestled earlier in the night uh sure he went to a 20 minute draw great match with takumi roja um momo didn't do much of anything i think she fought like a child she, uh, two she, children, her match if i recall her match was like sub five minutes she, she, yeah, she fought Hana and Reno. So yeah. two children. She fought two children. But because oh, her match got, it was a, the Julia match. Was, it was yeah, she was supposed to fight Julia. Yeah. And we still don't get that. Anyways, anyways, I'm so happy this match made it. it. It's one of my favorites of the year because just how brutal it was, how fast paced it was. There was no, you know, waiting around. They treated it like, this is a tournament final that we just, you know, we wrestled early in the night. Even if Momo, like we said, didn't wrestle too long, they still both wrestled in the night. They treated it as such. It was a phenomenal match, and I'm just happy you got the uh, placement it deserves. Uh, also tied in second place uh, for minor slash independent wrestling promotion of the year. Both of these got nine points, by the way. Uh, the other award winner here is going to be Alex Cologne versus Atticus Kogar at the Tournament of Survival 666 for GCW. 
Scotty, any thoughts on this one? I never saw this match. I can't say a word. Well, it's a great match. It got second place here. I believe I gave it four and a half stars. It actually, you know, uh, I don't want to like say like actually, because I feel like the Demeans death match a little bit. It was an outstanding match. Uh, Obviously, based on this category alone, best uh well i guess first place remains to be seen uh but one of the best matches of the year one of the best death matches of the year uh atticus kogar uh has really come into his own uh in wrestling and deathmatch wrestling uh alex Scalone, one of the best uh around of course not only uh having a great match here but alex Scalone winning the match uh and getting the three-peat in the tournament of survival uh, so having the sort of uh, resolution Cinderella story there as well for Alex Cologne. Um an outstanding match. Uh, I you know if you want to hear more about it, I'm sure talk to uh, Lauren Rosenberg. He would have a lot more to say about this match as well. I believe he was there front row. Um, great, great match to watch. That? Great match to watch. Definitely check it out if you. I'd be terrified to sit front row at that match. I'm not gonna lie to you. No, I yeah I uh, when I. <laughs> When I was at um, the uh, Indianapolis Collective uh, weekend of shows, we were there for spring break, or not spring break, I guess. Was it still spring break? I don't remember, because obviously it was in the fall. Um, uh, But they had the the main event was Matt Tremont versus Alex Cologne uh, in a death match during Matt Tremont's uh, retirement tour, even though he's back. (laughs) Sorry, he retired for a year. He was Classic gone. retirement. Gone for like a year. Um, not even a year, now that I think about it. I think it was barely a year. Um, uh, but it was uh, that that match, you know, what's, it made me like realize something great about Deathmatch Wrestling, and that is the fact of uh, there's the, the teasing of what's going to happen, and then that first moment a light tube breaks and the glass shoots across, you're like, Oh shit, this is real. This just got real. And yes, it is terrifying. Uh, but it is something that is fully believable. Uh, and when it comes to wrestling, uh, what is more believable than death? Move I, on. I didn't really feel like it I, I landed that. I feel like I'm not no. landing my off the cuff uh my Hey, off- hey, we all have off nights. <laughs> we all have off nights. <laughs> I guess that's fair. Let's move that's on. That's why we do this show in the morning. That's fair. <laughs> Let's move on to our first place winner. Uh, I did it too early. First place winner for minor slash indie wrestling match of the year. It, of course, is going all the way to stardom. It is Shuri versus Utami Hayashishida 1. I believe it was just one uh, for the uh, Tokyo Dream Cinderella uh, show. So congratulations to Otami and Shuri again for match of the year for minor slash independent promotion. Scotty, second place got nine points. First place got 27. (laughs) This was a blowout. And I think between... I have one ballot. I did not use multiple. Do not. That's correct. Do it. It is set up that unless you had multiple emails, you could not have done two ballots. Yeah. Um, Before I thought you were just trying to send that on me. I was like, no, 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 no. no, no, no." I was going to say that between Tommy and Shuri getting first and second place female wrestler of the year, Julian Shuri getting tag team of the year, third place, stardom getting second place promotion of the year, 
uh, Micah getting second place breakout star, and Utami Hayashida versus Shuri minor slash independent promotion. Um, if if they stay this trend, if nothing really falls apart next year, it's looking like they're about to upgrade to major uh, promotion yeah. startup because this was yeah. a <laughs> I th- I believe the biggest blowout in the entire. I Twenty-seven to nine sounds like twenty-seven to nine is pretty a pretty big decimation. But I can run that run those numbers for you to see if that's correct. But thoughts on this match, Scotty? It was my match of the year. If you've been listening to Ring Post Radio, been paying attention. If you follow me on Twitter, this has been my match of the year since it happened. It was one of those rare times I gave out the coveted five stars. I, I believe it was your first. It was my first of the year. It took me a while to uh, get a five-star match out there, but it's everything you want. And I'm not going to spoil the match for anyone because hopefully my hope, you know, to those listening is if you haven't seen the match yet, you will check it out and watch it yourself. But we've been saying it throughout the show. You can't talk about Tommy without talking about Shuri. You can't talk about Shuri without talking about Tommy. This is the match that exploded stardom into a new realm of popularity. Yeah. I wrote an entire article about it on voiceswrestling.com if you want to check it out. Mm-hmm. Over 3000 words. Put my heart's life into it. Everything about it. Not his soul. Not his soul. His soul. No, 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 no. not my soul. I kept that. Uh <laughs> for now, for now. But what they were able to do in 43 minutes. I mean, that's all I'm going to tell you. 43 minute match. What they were able to do is some of the best work I've ever seen. It's going to be one of my favorite matches of all time. Uh, you can just feel how important this was to them. You can feel what they were trying to do as the match goes on. And the comparison I make is now you might not see it in the same light for, you know, people might not see it in the same light, but this was the Okada Omega match for stardom. Yeah. That's what this was. So when you all check it out, hopefully, or if you have already, you can feel, you know, after that, everyone was talking. Bring up Dave Meltzer again. I bring filthy Tom Lawler, Justin Barrasso of Sports Illustrated. Uh-huh. There was a lot of people talking about this match that don't usually talk about stardom, and it got that second match that they had later in the year uh, that we talked on last episode. Uh-huh. It, it, it brought in, I feel like it brought in a lot of eyes, brought in a lot of numbers. One way or another, people are checking out that match. Yeah. And I'm just happy it won. Uh, the minor match of the year, minor league, minor promotion. Yeah, that works. Minor promotion. That works. And it's going back to Dave Meltzer. He uh, broke the scale on this one. Give it five and a half. Uh, highest rated women's match of all time. Yeah. If that doesn't speak for itself, I don't know what will. Uh, maybe it's uh, having a, I did the math, the biggest blowout uh, in any category was this match alone. Um, this match was just outstanding. It was also my match of the year uh, in terms of a minor slash independent wrestling promotion. Um, Ryan, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you helped guide me to it. Uh, you I've are. Got, I guided you to the light. You guided me to the light uh, that is stardom. Um, I, I don't mean to say this in like a negative way. That's my preamble. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> this match was the first match uh for stardom where it it 
made it allowed me to it allowed me to forget about all the the bad things that happened the year prior in mm. stardom it it brought me into like there's a future there yeah. is a future in stardom and i try to say that as as delicately as i as i possibly can yeah. but this was the match that was like the year 2020 was very rough for stardom and it's still the ripples we talked about last year the ripples are still the effect with uh with um uh, the death of Hana Kimura, the you. retirement of, I, I'll let me just real it. quick to explain it. I don't mean to take it away from you, but uh, within a five day span, it went even shorter. They lost, so Arisa Hoshiki, who was the Wonder of Stardom champion at the time, yep. had to retire due to a neck injury. Hana Kimura, of course, passed away, mm-hmm. and if you go back to that Wrestle Kingdom show. The four people that wrestled were, I believe, Arisa, Julia, Mayu mm-hmm. Iwatani, and Hana Kimura. Yep. Those were the four. We, we toss around pillars a lot, but those were the four pillars of stardom moving forward. Yeah. And that they lost the two of them. That was the they plan. lost two of them in- less than six months later. Yeah. They lost them both in May. And I think you make a great point about how it was the first time you could be like, okay, they're going to be okay. Yeah. Cause for a lot of people that was hard and it still is, it still really, really is. Mm-hmm. You still um, feel it to the day. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know what's going through her head entirely, but I, I think obviously that plays a lot in Konami uh, mm-hmm. uh, taking a break from wrestling. Obviously jungle is still uh, out for however much longer. Um, if she ever decides to come back, um, yeah, but I, and I mean that in the the best way possibly I can. It this was the match that not only was able to be a a a sort of rede- not redemption's not the word, but a sort of revival, uh, breathing life back into uh, the start of promotion a little bit more, but able to showcase the future of it. Is that yes, we may have lost half of our pillars here. Um, uh, but we have a future prepped and ready to go. Tommy Hayashishida had an outstanding year. Shiri had an outstanding year, and the two of them together had one of the best matches of the year, and to us, the best match for minor promotion, and they brought Stardom to a whole new level. They sold 3,000-plus tickets at Dream Queendom, which, like, out... In Japan's a big deal right now. In Japan... Uh, which is a big deal. Outdrew Dragon Gate. Um, they are on the come up. They stardom is ready, and a lot of what their um, business has been able to be built off of is this match. It's yeah. this match alone, and I congratulate those two women and congratulate Stardom for putting on an outstanding wrestling match. And it's free right now on YouTube. You have no more excuse. Really? They just put it up today. They it, just put it up today. Holy shit, really? Yeah, they just put it up today. They put so uh Japan Japanese fans voted their three favorite matches of the year and they put all three up in one video. It's an hour and 20 minute long video. Ooh. Oh, there's a couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh yeah, they put up a lot of Oh my god. Today. Wait, all, are these all full matches too? It might be, yeah. Ooh, I got some. I got some starting to watch. <laughs> yeah, but they put up this match for free. It looks like the top it's, ten. It looks like three videos that have yeah, the top ten. That makes sense. It got number two in Japan, actually. 
So, what was number one? Uh, Julia versus Tam Nakano for the Wonder of Stardom Championship in a hair versus hair match. Mm. Hair versus hair carries a lot of uh, extra um, weight, mean, meaning in uh, Japan, especially. Like, they don't treat it like, you know, not going to be mean, but like WWE doesn't treat that the same way that, like, it's, it, it, it's a real embarrassing, especially. In, you're you're uh, telling Joe- me that it wasn't embarrassing when, when, uh, uh, uh when Duke Hudson got his head shaved by Cameron no, Grimes. No, stupid. Who In Joshi, we haven't it carries seen an... since either of them. That's also a great match, but yeah, it's up for free now, so you have no excuse if you're listening to this. I will send you the link personally. Follow me at Scott E. Wrestling on Twitter. I will send it to you. Um. Yeah, do you, did they say how long that will be up? Uh, no, so I'd watch it as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. That is that is potential money loss. So uh, yeah. uh, definitely go out of your way to watch that. Let's go back to the awards. This year for Countout, we like to do a special award every award season. Uh, last year, it was our Lemonade Award. Those who, despite having a horrendous year of 2020, those are able to make the best out of it. Uh, out of a shitty situation, that award winner, of course, was to AEW for their Brody Lee Memorial episode. This year, we changed it up a bit and had our special award being what uh, showcased the wrestling world altogether, and that was the Forbidden Door. That is, so this is our Forbidden Award, the award for best, quote-unquote, Forbidden Door moment. <laughs> I know mine's probably not going to finish, but I'm excited. (laughs) We'll get to it. Um, Let's start off with our third place vote, getting 15 points in the Forbidden Award. It was John Moxley in GCW. Of course, John Moxley showed up earlier in 2020 uh, on Bloodsport at the Indianapolis uh, Collective Show. Um, But he showed up uh, everyone thought that was just gonna be a one-off instead he showed up and he showed out uh and is the current gcw heavyweight champion so not many people would have expected that but it makes the perfect sense in the world and obviously the fans of gcw love it enough for you for them to vote it as number three I'm trying to think of words. I'm trying to think of words. I'm trying to think of words. Um, it's really cool seeing any AEW star really go to you know these independent promotions. We've seen Thunder Rosa do it recently, um, or really any major promotion star dip their toe in GCW. The Briscoes are currently their tag team champions. I know Ring of Honor is now you know not dead, but currently gone. Currently on president, but we've seen it's Jonathan Gresham. Ring of Honor is in a yeah. coma. Minoru Suzuki, like there have been some crazy names in GCW this year, but I think we can all agree John Moxley was the craziest. You know, at the beginning of the year, he was AEW world champion. Now he's the reigning GCW world champion. Um, his match with Nick Gage was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Wasn't very good, but it was a big deal. Uh, <laughs> um, and that rivalry was pretty cool, to, you know, just to follow because when he showed up originally, people just lost their shit social media was going nuts uh so i definitely agree 
Uh, this definitely belongs in the uh, top three because I think it's just so crazy to think about. You know, three years ago when he was still Uncle Dino, Dean Ambrose yeah. in uh, yeah. WWE. It's not, that's, back not that, that's not that long ago. That's not that long no. ago. No. Outstanding work no. for John Moxley and GCW. Great, great partnership there. And also showing up, uh, winning the title, and then showing up on Dynamite the next episode in GCW hoodie. Very nice. Very that nice. Cool. We love that that brand brand uh, necessity, I guess. Uh, moving right along to second place for the Forbidden Award. This is going to go to Minoru Suzuki's United States run. Uh, every match he had was at minimum really good. Uh, he faced the likes of Daniel Garcia, Calvin Tankman, Davey Richards, um, a Homicide, uh, all of his spots in AEW versus Moxley, uh, uh, and Eddie Kingston um, had some great matches. I was part of New Japan Strong. Uh, Scotty, you're breaking down. What's happening? You missed the good one. What did I miss? <laughs> the best one, I should say. Him versus Danielson that they just tossed on YouTube for free. I forgot. <laughs> How can I forget? Why did I forget? That match was great. That match was outstanding. That was probably his best match. For my going, money, I'm, probably. I'm going, I'm going through the road. I didn't see every single one. Is that the best match of his year? Minoru has to be. Didn't do much before he went to the U.S. Let's check. That's it. not a shot of him. He just did it. Yeah, no. Let's check. I'm going to see Cage Match. Let's see what Cage Match has to say. Yeah, Cage Match will tell us everything. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Probably will. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's check the match guide here real quick. We'll go by rating. Um, best match. First top match in 2021, Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki. Wrestling Observer guy gave it 4.75 stars. Uh, the match after that, um, which isn't really um, uh, United States, but it was part of his uh, indie tour. It was his uh, the mat your match of the week last week Suzuki Ito Brooks versus Aguchi <laughs> Akai and Sakaguchi. Um, nice. I was, I, I'm I'm very on par with Cage Match. Yes, but he has had an outstanding run. Uh, his best match of the year um, was against Brian Danielson, and just had like I said at minimum that Dana Garcia match. I loved that match so much. That was such a good match. That almost got me. He uh, that almost got my first place vote, but I I, I couldn't not vote for my choice. <laughs> yeah, no, I I don't blame you. I don't blame you. That but that match alone was outstanding. Was that match even nominated? Minoru Suzuki versus Daniel Garcia. I don't think it was. It wasn't, it but wasn't. it was great. It was outstanding, which um, isn't shocking. Yeah, it is what it is. But let's move right along into the, our first place winner. Uh, Suzuki US Run got twenty two votes. Uh, this first place winner got 28 votes. Uh, your winner of the Forbidden Award, none other than Kenny Omega, aka the Belt Collector. He's also the Male Wrestler of the Year, so you can't deny his achievement in Forbidden Doorism uh, uh, wrestling in both A A A A A E Dub and also A A A and also um uh impact uh he's had an outstanding year he's wrestled like you said earlier uh every single match he had in all his other promotions has been outstanding he has had at minimum great matches 
Um, and he's been doing an outstanding job. And that definitely made that moment. Uh, again, it was the end of 2020, but that moment where Don Callis is like, we're going to impact. Like that was such a moment. And then having it on all unfold as 2021 went along, uh, it was really outstanding to watch. I can agree. You know, part of me wanted my nominee to win, but this is the correct choice. This is definitely the correct choice. I think what Kenny was able to do, again, it goes back to the injuries that he was dealing with. He was able to do all of this throughout the year. Um, the only, I guess the only thing we could have asked for more of was him doing something in New Japan. That would have been the you know icing on the cake, but he could save that for another time. Yeah, uh, Just an incredible year for Kenny. Yeah, incredible year for Kenny Omega. Obviously, I, I think goes without saying him being the rest of the year is totally feasible and up there. Uh, being the belt collector is in part to that. Um, so congratulations to Kenny Omega and AEW and Impact and AAA, uh, everyone in that uh, sort of sphere of belt collecting. I mean, uh, what more? I mean, you know, sure, Tony Khan may be the forbidden door himself, as he likes to say. Um, but uh, it, you didn't feel more obvious who the actual Forbidden Door was than Kenny Omega, as he seemed to be the one of the only people that wanted to do. And also achieving his vision and what he felt, uh, apparently, that Kenny Omega felt that wrestling should be, is should be this cross-pollination uh, of pro wrestling stars, not just people staying in their own promotion, not seeing the light of day, but rather working with other companies. So good job on Kenny doing that. It definitely changed uh, wrestling in 2021, and let's see if it stays in 2022. Before I have, we... I have high hopes. I, yes, me too. Uh, but before we move on, Scotty, <laughs> I do want to talk about your nomination. <laughs> and yes, it was Scotty's. It was, I'll unveil it. It was Scotty's nomination that voted uh, for a forbidden award for best forbidden door moment. He nominated. I know. Was it you nominating? Oh, I nominated. What are you talking of? What are you thinking of? AEW leaving Impact in the dust. Oh, sorry. I'm confusing. Uh, you nominated that one. I believe this was... This might have been Michael that nominated this one. And it was TK making fun of WWE for the New Japan uh, partnership. I had a fear this was going to win. <laughs> uh, uh, your nomination got second to last place. Right above Good Brothers in the Elite. That's fair. Okay, that's a win. <laughs> I'll take that win. TK, that was mostly because I couldn't think of anything. That's fair. TK making fun of WWE got fourth place. <laughs> it it was a three point difference between uh, fourth and third place. Uh, literally, if like one person voted, it would have maybe won. <laughs> it would have gotten a placement. Uh, I saw uh, that. And I, it, I think I voted that as my third place vote. Uh, yeah, I voted that for third place for me. It was my one of my favorite moments <sighs> in the years. TK making fun of WWE. Oh, what a moment! What a moment! Oh, Beyond. Well, yeah. Well, it's almost done with the show, Scotty. Of course, we only have one category left, and that one category, of course, is our match of the year for a major promotion. Any promotion of the major category can be nominated here. WWE, AEW, New Japan. Eventually, Stardom probably next year. Damn right. 
They want everything else. But who will be the match of the year? There are many. We, I believe we had eight nominations this year. So another small category, uh, but a diverse category. So let us talk about Scotty. Oh, can't wait to see Ryan get riled up. Let's talk about who is the match. Because I know what Ryan's number one is. <laughs> what is my number one? Oh, yeah, you do know what my number one is. Let, what, what, you want to go, go eight to first? Yeah, I think we should get all of them in here. All right. Because I watched all of them, I think. Do you want the uh, how many points they got to? Yes. To get the real, yes. real, get the real disparity. With, yeah. one, with one point uh, is, was the Lucha Brothers versus Vikingo and Laredo Kid. Oh, I would have lost my mind if you said versus the Young Bucks. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure I voted that. Never mind. Yeah. Um, I don't, I remember watching it, but I don't remember it being my match. It was a great tag team match because a lot happened. Here's the thing with Lucha matches. Mm-hmm. So much happens that like, it's really hard to remember the whole thing. Cause they do so much. I remember being incredible. You know, if I can in there, you have Lucha brothers. Who was the other person? Uh, Laredo kid. Who was also great. Yes. It's a great match. I, I, I understand why I finished in eighth. I do. Because if I'm remembering everything else correctly, it makes sense. But still a very good match. Uh, at number seven in the match of the year is in AEW with seven points. It is Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega at AEW Grand Slam. I mean, that's a great 30-minute draw. It's almost it's almost it's like one of the best 30-minute draws you'll see, I think, in my opinion. Uh, and they managed to do it on TV and they only put one commercial in it. If there's more than one commercial, I don't think that match even touches this nomination. No. You know, I think I think that's where I'm at. So I'm I'm happy that it got I'm happy it got a vote, a couple of votes, because it was a great match. It was a great match. I think it was Kenny Omega's best match of the year. I'm I'm sort of surprised of how low it is. I can agree. I, I can agree. I would have expected that to be way higher. Um, I honestly thought I had a chance again in the top three. Me too. Me too, honestly. But uh, I was expecting no. third place for it. But no, it only got in seven, I didn't vote for it, but I was expecting place. third place for it. Uh, what did I vote for? Who did I vote for? Where's my awards? Who am I? Can you, can you tell me if I voted for it? I'm remembering... Oh, no, I didn't vote for it. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I remember you, mine. You, 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 you did not vote for it. Nor did I. Nor did I. We did not vote for well, it. Well, I guess that's our fault for expecting it to be higher. <laughs> well, what I did vote for, and coming at number six, is Jay White versus Koto Ibushi at Wrestle Kingdom for the IWGP World Heavyweight and Intercontinental titles. I made sure to rewatch this match before I voted. Yes. That's how determined I was to give correct voting. And to be clear, this match got eight points. Go ahead, Scotty. This is your match of the year. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. It's a great match. It is a great match. It is it is very unique from every other match on this card. Or this this card. We're not booking a wrestling show here. Well, what a on, wrestling show this would be. <laughs> oh, that is true. Um, but 
it is a great match because I remember the first time I watched it through, I watched it live like an idiot. Um, and I did not remember it. And it doesn't help. It happened, to, you know, almost a year ago today, but I rewatched it and the work that Jay white is able to do in his matches is fantastic. I know some people find him boring. Some people don't love him. And I think a lot of those people just like the current style of wrestling as at its soul. He's a very old school in his style. And I think the way him and Coda worked in that match, yeah. I understand why it was nominated. Great match. Um, and I should let you talk about it since it's your match of the year. Yeah, everything you sort of touched on uh is what I agree with is that it was something different. Um and and what was also great about it, it was something different in the sense of you know, of the other matches that were out in the Wrestle Kingdom sort of double gold dash situation that was happening there. Um, but also it, and I can, and I can maybe argue the reason why it is so low on this list is because, um, uh, is because of the follow-up, but the, the intriguingness of what Jay White was doing, Jay White is the guy that shined so much in this match seeing a man um just desperately clinging to nothing and just try and be like and just like looking to gato like a father asking him what do i do now i yeah. i've done everything what more can i do and and gato's like uh try this and he's like uh sure sure sure, sure. like he you don't yeah. regularly see jay white in that position where he is he is at a loss for at a loss for moves, uh, but yeah. seeing him uh, have that moment, have that sort of um, uh, what's the word? Um, desperation, desperation, uh, insecurity. Um, yeah, having that moment, and then Kota Bushi just like the unwavering. You know, this was the. You know, obviously he won the world heavyweight championship the night previous with this became that sort of godlike abushi moment and helped cement mm-hmm. that as well. And of course, like I said, the follow-up to all of it wasn't that great for very obvious reasons with injuries and COVID and all that stuff. And I can maybe argue that's probably why it's so low. Oh, I, I thought this match was complaint. What well, give me a complaint. Hit me. They changed the title. <laughs> yeah, I think that's also another reason people didn't like this match. Uh is because it started all that well it didn't really start all that nonsense. You can argue the Naito uh, match pre last year or the year prior uh, started all that, but definitely didn't help when they uh, then changed the title and did all this stuff. It did not spark greatness for 2021 in New Japan. Um, great match, though. Great match. Great match. Great match. Uh, moving right along, of course, we got uh, two matches tied for fourth place. Um, two matches tied for fourth place, both earning 13 points here. The first one to talk about here is Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa in that unsanctioned match at St. Patrick's Day Slam in AEW. That was one of the more brutal, in a good way, matches I saw all year. Like, brutal as in what they went through was insane. They, you know, destroyed each other. They told the story of, I hate you, you hate me, let's just try to kill each other. Very simple story. And they delivered. It's the best match of probably either one's career. I almost just said Britt Baker, but truthfully, it's probably the best of Thunder Rosas too, off the top of my head. It's a 
great match. I'm not going to call it, you know, it's not, it's not, you know, the last match we just talked about on this one, very, very different the way they were crafted. That one before was a very story based, you know, classic pro wrestling match. Very, um, you know, kind of Bret Hart-esque in a sense, you know, very classic and very, you know, to the, um, down to the nitty gritty or whatever. My new shit. Uh, My new shit. Yeah. Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa. It's all about the physicality. It's all about the rivalry. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I guess that one was too. And I guess that's the only thing that's similar about them is that the opponents did not like each other and they brought it out in different ways. And I thought this match was really good. I think the only reason I don't have it in my match of the year contenders is maybe there wasn't as many st- as much stakes on the line. That does affect me when I watch matches sometimes. Mm-hmm. If there's no stakes, it's hard to fully embrace. And that's how good they had a match that someone was nominating this and it finished in fourth place. Yeah, I think um, there is something to um, uh, wrestling that is lost as I have as i realized uh firsthand watching day, day one last night uh there is not <laughs> a lot of urgency uh in uh modern day wrestling um there's not a lot of um just desire to beat up another person and Britt baker versus thunder rosa exemplified that uh none other uh no other than in any other match that is on this list uh that match you felt the tension felt the heat with each other you felt uh just the brutality brutality with Britt baker and thunder rosa putting on outstanding work uh it was just like a match that not many people were expecting to see but once they saw it it was just must see um it was such a great match i remember that match was recorded uh, it was taped. I remember that because um, someone said, I'm not going to spoil it because it was that good. Yeah. Like wh- whoever released the spoilers, like you just have to watch it and figure it out. And it was, it was worth, you know, not getting spoiled for because, you know, all of us say we hate spoilers and then we read them anyways. Um, but it was, exactly. it was great. Matter. Also time for fourth place is Kenny Omega versus Adam page at full gear. For the AEW world title. I have a take. Oh. I think this match is really good. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of the reason so many people hold it up on a platter is more because of the moment than the match itself. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I would agree. And I the evidence I could back that up with is that this match received the most third place votes. So not many people were saying that it was their best match of the year, but I, I, that this is just my suspicion that people are like, but it deserves to be voted on because of the moment it created. And I think that's fair. We've seen that in history. We've seen moments make even this isn't a bad match. This is a good match, yeah. but even like bad matches, good matches. You know, we've seen moments do that, and. This was a really good match that had the moment everyone was waiting for. And I think that's why so many people either rated it high or talked so highly of it. Mm-hmm. It's a really good match. If you look at just without the moment, it's really good, but it's not match of the year for me. But I understand why people voted for it. I think you made a great point with why it deserves a spot, even if I'm not giving it, you know, number one. Yeah, exactly. Um, great match. 
but let's keep the party rolling because now we're entering the top three match of the year for major promotion number three coming all the way from new japan pro wrestling it is shingo takagi versus will osprey for the iwgp world heavyweight champion at wrestling dontaku night two i rewatched this this was i did two rewatches i did dakota and jay white and i did this one and this one jumped from nowhere in my top three for men uh for major promotion matches to my number three it it, it, uh, Kevin Kelly calls it after the match the greatest wrestling match he's ever called. Kevin Kelly, I'm not going to say you're wrong because that's your opinion, but you've called some really incredible matches. Yeah. You know, you've, you've called all of Okada and Omega. You've called, you know, endless. But this is a great, great match. You get two guys that understand each other, that get each other in Shingo and Osprey. They have two great matches in two different uh, divisions. Mm-hmm. To their name, they have the junior one, which I think is better, and they have this one, which is great. Yeah, and it's deserving of number three. This was my number three, so huh, I'm on. I'm on par. Oh my god, I think all my top three are still alive. Um. Uh, well, yes, yeah, they have to be because we haven't set them all. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, number three, of course, Shingo Takagi, Will Ospreay, outstanding match. Um, the still i saw gifts of it floating around i think yesterday uh so still percolating in people's minds uh just an outstanding match between these uh two competitors uh and you also can really show like why they deserve to be some of the best wrestlers uh uh in the world uh i mean they were easily the two best wrestlers last year um so just outstanding for new japan for new japan uh, so just outstanding work for both Shingo and Osprey to get to this spot. Good job, Bill. Good job, good job, Bill T- Takagi. Bill Takagi. Um, moving right along to second place, we have Volter versus Ilya Dragunov at NXT Takeover uh, for the NXT UK title. Ah, this match was so great. This match is so great, and I'm going to point it out here right now. This match also, well, not this exact match, obviously, but the match that they had the year prior in 2020 also received uh, the second place award in the Count Out Year End Awards. They had the same match. These same guys had the same match back-to-back years and both walked away with second place trophies. I think it definitely helps that a lot more people see this match opposed to others, but it belongs on this list. Like that's how, that's how phenomenal it was. I think this was my second place vote for major promotion. Uh, It was, I think. Yeah. They destroyed each other. And Walter, Walter's a dude that if you, if you compare him to anyone else in WWE, it's like non-comparable. Yeah. And I was thinking about yesterday, you know, after Brock walked away with the title, uh, which is a whole other discussion point. Um, imagine Brock versus Walter. Well, Brock would have such a great time because it's, he's a guy that actually would hit him back. And uh, Dragunov was so great in this. He had the heart of a champion. You want to talk about moments. This ended up being a great moment when he won. Uh, it's just phenomenal. The la- I think I, I wrote, 
um, in one of my things that I wrote about this, the last great, great NXT match of yeah. the black and gold era. Yeah. Yeah, easily, easily last great of the black and gold era. Um, and all in the only WWE match that was nominated this year. Um, an outstanding match between Walter and Ilya Dragunov. I, I preferred their first one, but this second one was just as good. This match was outstanding. Um, whereas the first one showcased just the brutality of Walter, this match showcased the, the heart of a champion, like you said. Um, showcasing Ilya Dragunov and just what kind of person he is. Um, and just I'm so happy to get that in front of a crowd too, as small as the crowd it may be in full, well, not full sale, and the CWC or whatever. <laughs> um, but it's just outstanding to watch this match between Walter and Ilya Dragunov. It, it's just like it. Uh, I think this was a match that got me. Um, uh, standing and pacing. I mean, this is my second best match of the year behind White and Ibushi. This was my one of my favorite matches of the year as well. It's standing and pacing, and and I I've come to this realization that if it's standing and pacing, it's more than likely a five star match. And I've done that recently with a lot of different matches. Um, so just an outstanding match, and congratulations for those two getting the same match two years in a row. So congratulations. But of course, there's only one match left. It's a little anticlimactic because it's the only match left to be nominated. And that is, of course, going to be for the match of the year for the Count Out Year End 2021. In major promotions. In major promotions. It is, of course, the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers in a steel cage match at AEW All Out. Hmm. Interesting. Both of my number ones won. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. It looks like this guy knows what he's talking about. I, I might, I might, I might. And the reason I love this match, besides, you know, the absurdness of these two teams and what they're able to do, you know, athletically and whatnot, is that there was actually a story in this. And this is what I think about a Young Bucks match and how people critique a lot of what they do. And, you know, oh, they can't tell stories. There was a story here. And I think, you know, one moment you'll always remember is Penta going in front of his younger brother, Phoenix, to save him. Mm-hmm. And you know, he ultimately pays the price for it, but he went in front of him to save him. Uh, it's just, it's it's brutal. It's wonderful. It's crazy. It's, it's just so good. It's so good. And it's in a steel cage, which I usually hate steel cage matches. So when you're able to make me forget that you're in the steel cage and you're just able to, have an incredible match and use a steel cage when you need to, instead of just forcefully using it for yeah. moments, you know? Yeah. Like, like people like to do, um, you know, we have, I believe Phoenix jumped off of it, but yep. 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 <laughs> that, was a, that was a guarantee. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this match was outstanding. Uh, just so much history between these two wrestlers, so much um, willingness to put, bodies on the line but not just for you know for the sake of pops but for the sake of history for the sake of moments doing things like like you know doing the whole bit with the shoes and then having the the studded shoe super kick uh them in the face uh lucha brothers in the face just just oh my god just an outstanding match i didn't vote this match as one of my top three 
Wow. Uh, Tells you who's the right host and who's the wrong one. <laughs> hey, at least I voted a women's match as match of the year in a major promotion. Scotty, get canceled. I voted get almost. Canceled. I've, um, buddy, I voted for minor. Leave me alone. <laughs> buddy. <laughs> if you look at my top 10 this year, I think half are women's matches at least. That's probably true. So fight me. Actually, it's more than half. So fight me. That's fight true. me. Oh, I'm not going to, but that's probably no. I don't know why you would. That'd be kind of weird. Yeah, that'd be that would be a bad dynamic for the show. I think it's because we're nine o'clock on a Sunday, and I think we're getting. And I've had a glass of wine. <laughs> yes, yes, you have, and I am here. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I worked all day, and then I did this. Yeah, well, no, this was a, I think it was still an outstanding show, an outstanding match to be had with Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers. Uh, Young Bucks uh, received the most first place votes, um, and I also want to point out that they also was uh, in part uh, the best match of last year uh, with Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega and Adam Page, and they're also tag team of the year. So it was much, very much a year for the Young Bucks. Um, interested to see how they do next year. Because AEW really does a lot of things that it feels very obvious who was the best of the year. You know, last year being the Young Bucks, uh, or last year being Omega Page, this year being Young Bucks, last year being John Moxley, this year being Kenny Omega. So it really feels like there's a lot to look forward to. Scotty's undressing, folks. He's taken off the tie. Uh, the tie is off. The, the award show's over. The award show is over. Now it's time for the part I'm here for. The pot I'm here for. The My crowning. <laughs> do you want to do a little bit of the preamble then? For your, your crowning ceremony, sir? So, ladies and gentlemen, there was some point in the year where I, you know, was just doing my match ratings, minding my own business, having myself a time. First time ever I'm taking all these match ratings down, right? Yeah. And, you know, someone from Count Out Pod you know, reaches out to me and says, hello, and yada, yada, yada. We get to a point where we start a match race. Do you know who that someone was, Ryan? Uh, was it Zach Batista? No, it was actually you. I feel, like that was, I feel like that was a layup, actually. That was, that's <laughs> weird that you got that wrong. I'm drunk, uh, man. I had a whole glass of wine. <laughs> this is true. And we created this match race. Uh, it was a really fun time. Kind of made me go insane once in a while, but it was a really fun time. I had to watch AEW Dark. <laughs> for this and i don't want to watch aw dark anymore i don't i don't i don't now you don't have to the match race is I, d- I don't i'm never gonna touch it again probably uh but this was how pretty much this podcast came to be was the match race this is how it all started this is how ring post radio was born out of the womb of the match race <laughs> interesting well am i wrong no no you're not wrong no. No, I just had to get anyways, anyways, but it was a really fun year. Um, I have no idea how many total matches we both watched because Ryan's the staffs guy. I'm just the person here. And it was all for charity. That was the beauty. of It, it was all for charity. Uh, in the end, someone would donate a certain amount to charity of choice. And I will let Ryan take it away. All right, so I'm, I didn't have time to put everything together, but uh, I have all the stats together, but I have uh, the totals. That's literally the only stat I need. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so I watched 
in total in 2021. And this, and to be clear, when we say match race, let me see if I can remember the charities that we were doing this for. Um, let's go to count out and go to, go to, go to count out and go to match race. Um, so we were, of course, doing this for charity. Um, I was quote unquote racing um, for. I was racing for the Atlanta Children's Shelter Foundation, and Sky was racing for the JED Foundation to outstanding charities. So please go, you know, do be a part of those charities and donate today. But the whole idea was it that whoever would watch watch least amount of matches would be able to donate to those charities on their behalf. I watched. 2,681 2021 matches. Uh, so you deserve a clap. That's a lot of matches. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I, you also know me. I, I'm an insane person. So I have, so in 20, and, and to be clear, when we say match race, it was only matches that came out in 2021. It wasn't like anything yeah. else. It was just that. So of 2021 matches, I watched 2,600. In 2020, I watched 1,400. <laughs> Oh my. Uh, I watched I mean, uh, <laughs> 800 roughly right 800 800 roughly more matches wait a minute wait a minute you were 2600 you watched 1400 no yeah 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 so 1200 right <laughs> yeah nearly doubled nearly oh doubled I watched also because I'm an insane person I watched I have the total time from all of the matches seen. That sounds terrible. <laughs> in, in 2020, I spent, in totality, 10 days, 8 hours, 1 minute, and 7 seconds, roughly, watching wrestling. In 2021, I watched... As I scroll up to look... Oh, it's at the top already. 18 days, 16 hours, 34 minutes, and 8 seconds, roughly, was spent to watching uh, professional and every match was great right ryan every match was a five-star match completely worth every single match i watched i did i what was nice about this is uh it forced me to watch a lot more wrestling yeah uh, to try to keep up with you. oh definitely forced me speaking about keeping well, up to you let's talk about yours real quick before we get to the finale of it all scotty you watch three thousand one hundred and six wrestling matches in 2021 you know what's funny about all this what is that i have talked to a lot of people that probably have still somehow watched more wrestling than me this year yeah which is very possible very fair you know my whole thing is i don't watch full shows i can't get myself to watch a new japan tag that happens before Osprey versus Shingo. I can't. I can't get myself to do it. I'm just not going to waste my time doing that. Yeah. And this match race did not inspire me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to have to watch full shows. And I'm like, you know what? No, I'm not. I'll just find matches I want to watch or wrestlers I want to watch. That happened a lot, where I just had to find a wrestler that I enjoy watching and I'll watch their match, even if I have limited interest and. What you get out of it is just a lot of great, great, great matches from all around the world. Yeah. I never watched 
a pro wrestling Noah match before last year. Now I won't miss a major pro wrestling Noah show. I watch, I finally got into dragon gate last year. That's going to be my new promotion for this year. Um, I mean, stardom helped me lead the way though. That was, they, I watched every single starter match from last year. Yeah. It definitely helped you. The Joshi helped me overall, but uh, it was a, it was a really fun time. I mean, when you say those numbers out loud, it makes me want to cry a little. But <laughs> but that's this fair. year. That's fair. I probably won't come close because <laughs> I'm going to pick and choose a lot more. Um, I was on a pace for a lot higher before you know I had to start working and whatnot. Um, I had that's really where I took the lead on Ryan because I had like a solid three month run from graduation on. Where I just had nothing <laughs> to do. We can, I can, can I do that? Hold on. I can probably do that. Let's, what? uh, let me, let me do this real quick. Let me do this real quick. Boop. Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. Are we, are we still live, folks? Oh, look at that. Get this over here. Look at that. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. The stream isn't, the stream is, I fucked up. The stream's not doing it. Uh, if we move, oh. it to, move it to here, maybe. Move it to here. Yeah. Can you, what, what can you see? I see a black. I see a white line down the screen. <laughs> okay, maybe this didn't quite quite work. Uh, here we go. And if you want to go back to screen sharing, so I can at least see what you're talking about, that would also work. Yeah, that's good. There we go. Beautiful. Beautiful. Wow. This I is interesting. It, I kept this during the year. I like the breakdowns. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I didn't finish doing the, the promotion stuff. But so, yeah, this is the uh, graph here of number of matches seen per month. It's not fully updated because obviously, you know, you and I watched like, you know, in December, we watched like a couple November matches or or whatever. I wasn't able to right. update that before we started recording. But I, the vague concept of what we had here, of number of matches seen per month. Obviously, I'm Yikes. the blue scotty's the red uh you can also see when scotty graduated college and i think that's a a big big factor of this whole thing uh is exactly when scotty graduated college uh and somewhere let me get us on on the screen here somewhere somewhere around this may june area yeah i've got a lot of free time on my hands oh wow yeah I, I I watched 133 more matches than you in May. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and know then, what happened to me in May in the summer where I just like felt like I was still working up until July. Uh, on my August, show. you popped off. August August is when I was free. Was when I when I was when I was not working, and then I went back Tough to for work. you that I still had my highest month the same month. I know you don't have <laughs> no idea how frustrated I was about that. Um, you beat me the last nope. <laughs> December we just kind of both stopped dramatically. I think yeah, I think in December uh part of that is like we I realized like there's no freaking way I'm going to catch up this guy. Halfway yet. through December you told me I won so I was like, "Oh, okay. Great. Great, great. great. And you also and that also goes to show of like how determined we are we're, we're during this and how frustrated I kept was cuz when cuz I was like it was you know, I was doing fairly well. What was this, April? Let's see. Really tied game time. Yeah, we were close. In April, you were ahead of me by like 40 matches. I was like, that's doable. That is doable. 
and then and and then and then you you started you started creeping June, up. <laughs> the June change is ridiculous. Nine sixty-seven to twelve seventy-three uh, at the end of June. Uh, that is a ex- in- insane number that you popped off. What even off happened in June? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, yeah, no. So that is that is what we got. Obviously, this is a graph total number of matches seen at the end of every month. Uh, you know, very close down in the April quadrant here. And then you uh, kind of, uh, for lack of a better <laughs> June, popped off <laughs> and just exploded out. Uh, June, July, I was like super under my average. And then October, November, I was able to get above the average and close the gap a little bit, but not enough, obviously. Amazing. There was a certain point uh, where I was never going to catch you. If I, if I, you know, if I, you, if you got a little bit busy earlier or you took a little bit of break in May or something, maybe I could have gotten closer. You know, I try, I get, try to get up there. I just couldn't. If I didn't, I don't know what, again, don't know what happened May, June, July. I just fell apart in terms of watching wrestling. But August Which is, is really crazy because summertime is when I, I bloomed. <laughs> you bloomed. May to September, arguably October, you bloomed. I watched eight and a half matches per day. Is that true? That's my, that was my average. Of what, uh, 3,000 divided by 365? What was mine? Uh, let me tell you. I'm terrified. 2681 divided by 365. If you do that in your head, you're like, I'm a 7.345. Seven matches, roughly seven and a half matches a day. So I pretty much just watched one more match than you per day. Well, that adds up. I'll do it. That adds up. Uh, number of promotions. This is also a fun stat I wanted to watch. Holy mother. Number God. of different promotions seen per ma- per month. Scotty watched you were way had way more variety in your number of promotions. Yeah, I watched 23 different promotions in June. I don't think in January I knew of 23 different promotions. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I, I didn't write down what they were, but yeah, June also goes to show like how much you like popped off in June. June was your month. Very obviously, June was your month. Uh because you just watched so much different wrestling in june i did i did so it was it, it was a fun time we had a good time uh i mean i don't know if ryan did i did but i that's did probably because i won uh, <laughs> but no like i i've watched so much wrestling through this that now like when i sit here and i you know watch matches i'm watching things from promotions i never would have a year ago Never even would have thought of it. Now I'm going out of my way to find them. And tells you all you need to know about how great wrestling can be everywhere. It's not all about WWE, ladies and gentlemen. It's not all about AEW. There's great wrestling, great wrestlers everywhere throughout the world. You just got to try and find it. Yeah. And I think that's also what helped uh, me do the same thing. It helped me watch a lot more wrestling but also helped me discover way more wrestlers i also didn't give you my source until about the time you started popping off interesting that probably helped who knows 
Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, but it also it helps me dis- it helped me discover a lot more wrestling, uh, and it yeah. helped me discover a lot of different wrestlers um, that I, mm-hmm. I would, probably wouldn't have been able to watch previously or, or had interest in watching previously. And now I know about a bunch of new people, and I am fans of a bunch of new, new people. I helped discover stardom this year. Um, you know, we talk about like New Year's resolutions to an certain extent when it comes to like promotions. I want to get more into Noah. I watched a little bit of Noah this year, but I wanted to get more into it. I watched a little bit of Dragon Gate this year, but I want to get more into it. You know, these sort of promotions I was always intrigued by, uh, and I think I want to try to make more of a conceited effort. Uh, Scotty, were there any uh, promotions that you were planned to drop off on? <laughs> Uh, I actually said this like halfway through the year. Uh, AJPW, goodbye. See you later. All <laughs> Japan Pro Wrestling, bye. Uh, I'll watch like a hit match here or there. You said that I think during the like their their uh, climax thing, right? It wasn't during um, Champion Carnival. It was during one of their climax things, so where I was just like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing this anymore goodbye see you later no thanks uh so that's definitely dropped uh <laughs> i wasn't ready for this question because it's very funny to me um if you have any you can go let me just look it through real quick i think i'm officially it's tough but i think i may be officially dropping nxt that's fair I oh i didn't think about that that's yeah me too <laughs> I haven't fully conceded on it. Um but like I am considering, you know, just going just just dropping the the goddamn promotion. Cause I enjoyed I, I tend I started to enjoy a little bit of NXT black and gold. You know, there was elements that were still crappy and it wasn't as good as AEW, blah blah blah. But there was still stuff that was intriguing me. I enjoyed the Champa Thatcher team. I enjoyed the I enjoyed the Grizzled Young Vets. I enjoyed um, what was the other tag team? The God Delphine Tasma. The tag team scene was very good uh, and very uh, fun to watch. Um, but then it uh, and then you know Adam Cole was still there and and Kyle Riley and was, was still there. Um, and then it just didn't. Yeah didn't quite uh, end the same way it started. So I'm considering just full out dropping NXT 2.0. Uh, uh, Impact has me in contention, but I have to watch it for this. So uh, yeah, I'll watch pay-per-views. This Saturday. I'll watch pay-per-views. That's it. Uh, I guess I have to drop Ring of Honor. <laughs> I really enjoyed Ring of Honor. I'm going to miss watching their shows. MLW could be in contention by mid-year. Mid-year. I'll give them till mid-year. Mm-hmm. But uh, whew, some of the things they do is just bad. Uh, I before I guess we get off and yada yada yada. What are the you know? Give me three promotions you want to watch more. I know you kind of hinted upon it, but give more con- concrete. Uh, Noah definitely. Noah, I want to watch more of. A bunch of old big guys slapping meats. What, what else? What else do you need? Big meaty men slapping meat. Um, I want to watch more of dragon gate as well i've always heard great things coming out of dragon gate um i'm very intrigued uh i think shun's i'm very intrigued by shun skywalker oh know. he's so good yeah so i want to watch i want to watch more of him i want to um, get gleated 
So when I was looking up, we used to do like articles for this, and then it sort of evolved into Ring Post Radio. Uh, but our, the last thing ever written on our article for the match race is <laughs> uh, is, is me typing out "get gleated," <laughs> and then we never talked about gleat again on the paper on the podcast. Never did. We talked about gleat once, never again. By the way, I just donated money to the JED Foundation um, on behalf of the match race. By half of thank Count you, Ryan. Out. Uh, I donated $50 to the JED Foundation. I believe that was way more than what we agreed, originally agreed upon, but uh, I got a pay raise. Couldn't tell you what we did agree I believe, uh, It was like 15 bucks or something maybe, but I, I had a pay raise during the middle of the year, so I have a little more spending money and also well, going to charity. So Ryan, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to half that and send <laughs> it to yours. Well, no, because like, I won, so I can't pay the same. Or then, the, <laughs> or then we defeat the entire purpose of our entire That's year. Fair. Well, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yes, definitely. Go. But I'm going to half that. And uh, I think this was a lot of fun. We have to think of a new competition. I have no idea what, but we got to think of a new competition. Yeah, that's, not this. <laughs> that's for that's for next week's show. Uh, yeah, to figure out. Uh, but speaking of next week's show, we'll be back next week. Um, it'd be interesting. I think also what I'm very excited about now that the match race is over is one happiness one happiness uh two um is that we will be able to watch um more of whatever we want uh and be able to watch more things that are like oh let's spend more time you know watching noah or anything else we'll be able to cover noah more on this show as well yeah but three what i'm most excited about is being able to watch older things Oh, me too, dude. Oh, I have an entire archive like match guide. Yeah. With matches that I wanted to watch this year. Yeah. <laughs> and instead of watching them, I just put them in there. I was like, ah, the new year. <laughs> yeah. I am so excited to watch old ma- wrestling matches. You have no idea. And that's also part of it. In December, I started just watching old wrestling matches. I said, screw it. I was like following the secret Santa for Voices of Wrestling. So I was just like, screw it. I'm watching this stuff. Um, oh, how did you like those? I watched some of them and then uh, uh, I pop, I stopped watching it because I came home for the holidays and just all that stuff. Yeah, holidays slow you down. I think the last one I watched was like Bret Hart versus PCO or uh, whatever his what? name was. Bret Hart versus PCO, whatever his oh, name was. Oh, before he was time. PCO. Yeah, yeah. When they're fighting over the jacket. You just gave me a heart attack. Bret Hart still wrestling. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I know Bret Hart can't wrestle anymore, but. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, great year, Scotty. I'm so glad that we have started this podcast together this year. I'm so glad. Him too. Match race is over. And we can continue doing the show with peace of mind, knowing that I am not going to be able to destroy you unless I do. In which case. Well, yeah, baby, we're going to think of a new something, something. Because it keeps it more fun. Uh, a, a gleet match race. Whoever can watch the most gleet in 2022. Oh, uh, please don't do that to me. <laughs> it, hey, Scotty, it wouldn't be an end of episode if I didn't tell you to get gleeted. This is the first time you've probably said it. <laughs> Never mind. Goodbye, uh, everybody. It was, good, it was a good run. It was a good Goodbye. run. Good run for the show. Yeah. <laughs> good run. Happy, happy New Year, everybody. We'll see you next week with more Ring Post Radio. 
This has been a Countout Podcast.